Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Renee and this is a somatic meditation. Somatic meditation is an embodiment practice. The word somatic refers to the body and of course meditation is a practice of focusing. And in this particular practice we will focus on the body through felt sense through guided visualization and imagination, but there's also an open invitation to really make this practice yours. So there's no right way to be in a somatic meditation um, from the outside. No way that you need to look uh, or hold yourself in your body, hold yourself in your attention. My hope for this meditation is that it's a space for curiosity and playfulness and maybe some piece of healing. So in today's meditation, um, as you might have read in the title, hello down there, we're just going to have a really simple practice of exploring the pelvic basin. And the pelvic basin includes the shape of the pelvic container, the skin, the bones, the musculature, as well as the soft tissues and the organs that are held in the pelvic basin. And so this includes the organs of elimination and our reproductive organs, as well as their genitals. There are a lot of uh, pelvic floor kinds of practices that you might have heard of or even tried yourself. And I want to be clear from the outset that this is not a practice to firm or tone your pelvic floor. This is not really a, a practice of engaging so much with the muscular strength um, of this part of our bodies, but more um, of an energetic practice. And uh, this is more of an inquiry into the energy and the power and the memory and the awareness of this part of our bodies. Um, our bodies are incredibly intelligent organisms. They are amazing systems that have so much to offer us and have so much to teach us if we can listen to them. And our bodies are much more than machines that our brains control. Uh, they have a, a really different kind of wisdom. And if you've been uh, studying somatics for a long time or embodiment work, then this is no news to you, but a lot of us are, are just finding this work. And so this is kind of an incredible moment of awakening as embodiment practices become uh, more widespread and accessible. And I would love to encourage you, no matter where you are on your journey of embodiment, to come into this practice again with a sense of play and with a sense of curiosity. And the reason we're going to be exploring these parts of our uh, bodies today and in this meditation um, has everything to do with the stories and the narratives that go on with these parts of our bodies. So no matter uh, where you are, if you have access to the internet and you've been able to find this meditation, you've probably come across some uh, pretty damaging ideas about your body at some point. And there are a lot of ideas about our bodies in general, and particularly a lot of ideas about the pelvic basins in our bodies and the various parts there that are wrapped up with a lot of shame, 
uh, with memories of violence or violation, um, with a lot of ignorance. These are parts of our bodies that many of us don't even have names for. We might not even have language to describe um, what we're feeling or where we're feeling. And therefore, an embodiment practice might be seen as a radical political act to really acquaint ourselves with our own bodies, to feel, again, their energy and their power and their memories. Um, when we can really feel our bodies, we are much less likely to be manipulated. We are much less likely to be convinced of our own disempowerment. And we are much less likely to make choices that bring harm to ourselves and to others. So as you come into this meditation, um, please come in with the idea that perhaps this journey of getting to know your body a little bit better uh, is also a gesture for the community that you're a part of, for the culture that you live in, that each one of us, as we awaken to our own bodies, as we um, refuse and resist the narratives that have been put on our bodies, and we start to fill our intelligence and our awareness with our own uh, narratives and our reclamation, um, each one of us becomes a, a cell or a point of healing for all of our relationships. And certainly that's my intention as I practice uh, my meditation and, and these explorations. And I definitely hope that for you. Before we begin, though, I do want to say that we are working in a part of the body that does have a lot of emotions and experiences and memories uh, wrapped up in it for many, many of us. And this will be a very simple exploration that I'm going to uh, guide, but the potential in terms of how uh, someone might respond is quite vast. And I would really love if anybody who's listening to this um, makes a commitment first to take care of themselves throughout this process. And so that might mean that you want to pause the recording at any point. You can decide your own pacing. You can decide what you want to listen to. You can decide um, if you want to skip over certain parts. If you want to pause, take your time and come back. That's totally up to you. You um, are always welcome to do any kinds of techniques or practices um, within this practice that help you stay grounded and present. And a lot of people have their own techniques or ways of uh, staying grounded and present. A few that I can recommend um, are also quite simple. The first one being simply breath, breathing. Uh, when we bring attention to our breath, and particularly if we bring attention to our breath in a way that's quite focused, and an example of that is as you breathe in, really trying to hear the sound of your breath, maybe counting the pace of your breath, or telling yourself, now I'm inhaling, now I'm exhaling. Um, that kind of practice can really help bring the mind back into the present moment if it started to spiral out somewhere else. And it can help regulate the body with the mind if the body has been stimulated in such a way that old memories or traumas are starting to emerge. I also uh, would really love to encourage anyone who's listening that who already knows that this 
part of your body, your pelvic basin has a lot of stories or energy that um, feel complex and uh, that maybe you already know there are some things that are going to be brought up, that before you even begin the meditation, you think of one or two or a few people who are in your immediate support system and that when you're done with the meditation, you might be able to call them and just talk it through. Or you might decide to wait to do this meditation um, on a day when you're going to see a therapist or see a good friend or a family member that you know that you can talk about it with them. All right, so the last thing I'll say before we start is often when I do these kinds of explorations, I have um, insight into my own body, into my own mind, into my various strategies uh, for coping and for survival. And even though sometimes these thoughts feel very clear and present in the moment, uh, they can easily slip away. So I often just have a, a piece of paper or a notebook close by and um, sometimes we'll take notes if I have things come up that feel important to remember. So I want to invite you to be uh, prepared to take some notes if that feels like something that you would want to do. All right, so we'll begin now. And as I said a few moments ago, there is no right way to do this meditation. You can sit up, you can lie down, you can move around. Um, because we will be bringing our focused attention deeply into our bodies and opening space for information to come from the body, it's probably a good idea to give yourself special time and space for this meditation so it's not something that you're doing when you're trying to attend to other tasks or details. Please prepare yourself by getting comfortable and get as comfortable as you honestly can. So if you've prepared yourself in such a way that is habitual, um, as I often do when I think I'm meditating, I'll sit in a particular way and sometimes that way of sitting is actually a little bit um, constricted feeling for my back. I'm going to invite all of us to just check in with our bodies and see if there's any way that we could be a little bit more comfortable. And again, there's no right way to be. So let yourself be in such a way that you can breathe easily, that you can feel some kind of support underneath you, your contact with gravity. If you need props or pillows or supports of some kind, arrange them. And then when you're ready, let your eyes soften. And if it's comfortable to close your eyes, you can close them. It's fine to let your eyes stay open. And either way, let the corners of the eyes start to relax. And imagine that the eyes can rest back into your skull. Try and let go of any holding or readiness in your face. Feel that the skin of the forehead can relax. 
the mouth and the jaw and the tongue can also relax. You can feel the skin of your cheeks go slack. And then just start to become aware of your breath. And as we bring awareness to any part of the body, there's often a response from the body or from um, something that we're doing, like breathing. And as you become aware of your breath, your breath might change, and that's just fine. So watch your breath as it moves. And notice the shape and the flow of your inhale and the sensation of your exhale. And then bring your hands to a place on your body that feels somewhat neutral. And so this could be your arms or your shoulders or chest, somewhere on your belly or your legs, anywhere that you can just kind of rest your hands and focus on the feeling um, between the skin that's being touched and the palms and the fingers of your hands. And let's invite a sweet hello as we greet our bodies. And we're greeting our bodies through touch and through awareness. And often when I'm beginning a somatic meditation, I'll speak out loud. I'll say, hi, body. You're my body. Thank you. Thanks for holding me. Those words may or may not feel like a thing that you want to say. If there are other words that have some kind of similar salutation, just experiment with speaking them out loud. Speaking them internally is great. But make an acknowledgement to your body from your mind. And then let's start to bring the awareness of our breath a little bit further down into the belly. And if it's helpful, you might even want to place your palms over your belly. A lot of us very habitually tighten the front wall of the abdomen. And so as you breathe, can you relax the muscles of your belly? and feel that all the way from the top of your belly, kind of underneath your ribs, to the base of your belly, um, your breath can rise and swell up. And as you exhale, you can fully release those muscles. And then I'll invite you to bring your hands uh, over your pelvis. And depending on the shape that you're in, if you're seated, if you're lying down, if you're dancing around, you might um, explore different places to put your hands. So I'm sitting and it's easy for me to bring my hands over my pubic bones. 
Um, you might really want to explore, kind of use your hands in sweeping motions or petting motions and let your hands can move over the contours of your pelvis all the way around its shape. And in this first contact, let's bring our attention just to the sensation of skin. And again, just like we did a moment ago with hands on um, some other part of the body, we might just go high body, high pelvis. And if you have certain parts that you're touching and you know their names, then you might say hello to them as well. And I find that it's a very powerful practice to claim my own body. And you might try that as well. So if you bring your hands to your pelvis, you could say, this is my pelvis. If you bring your hands to your genitals, you can call them by your names. These are mine. There are a lot of um, occupations of our bodies by different kinds of ideas, by media, by stories. And it can be so easy to objectify and judge our bodies from the outsides. And we can often forget that we are our bodies and our bodies belong to us. So in naming and in saying hello, we're making these kind of first very simple gestures towards just claiming the space that we're in and claiming the space that's ours. As you greet your skin and as you greet your parts, continue to let your breath deepen. And I'll invite you to explore the movement of your breath that can travel all the way down into the base of your tummy. And of course, your actual inhale is contained within your lungs, but the movement of your breath can travel anywhere in your body. So you might imagine that you can breathe all the way down into your pelvis and into your pelvic organs. And as you greet your body, as you touch your body, as you breathe, then notice uh, what happens and what does that feel like to greet yourself, to bring very simple touch, to bring very simple breath. Is this something that you do all the time? Is this a first? Notice any kinds of feelings that are arising, including awkwardness or numbness or difficulty in maintaining attention, including pleasure, including silliness. So everything is welcome. Just kind of notice how you're responding. Let's let the touch of our hands be a little bit more focused now. And I'm gonna invite you to um, first try and sense your skin. And I'm being vague by saying somewhere on your pelvis because it can really be anywhere. And I guess I should clarify what I mean by pelvis before I say it can be anywhere. Um, when I'm talking about the pelvis, I'm talking about the part of your body that's held um, in your hip structure. 
So if you feel down uh, to the height of your body, below your belly button, and if you find your hip bones, you can feel their shape. And of course, your, your butt or your buns are on the back. And on the front, you have your genitals and whatever you like to call them, there they are. And then down at the base between your genitals and your anal opening, you have your perineum. And anywhere around this area, you could say that's part of your pelvis. So feel free to have your hands at any point. And then what I'm going to invite you to do is, um, even if you're touching through your clothes, to feel um, or imagine that you can feel this layer of skin and the skin slides a little bit over the soft tissues underneath it and you might kind of slide your skin a little bit side to side and see if you can feel through the skin into um, what's underneath and so depending on where your hands are you might find fat you might find muscle you might find bone and I'd just like you to visualize what it is that you're making contact with. So you might imagine, oh, there are the muscles of my pelvic floor, or there's all the good stuff, all the, um, the jiggles and the smush of my buns. These are my hip bones. As you use your hands to explore your pelvis and explore the layers underneath the skin, let your hands start to travel around. And a lot of us experience this part of our body through touch that is um, mostly either sensual or sexual or medical. And this is neither of those things. It's none of those things. And if you have uh, sensual or sexual feelings come up when you're touching your body and your anatomy, they're definitely allowed. But it's kind of a, a rare occurrence that we get to just explore our bodies and be in them without, again, a goal or an aim. So that would be another thing to notice is as you're touching your body, if there's a way that you kind of click into an expectation or a habit in, in this exploration. So again, I'm gonna invite you to, to start to explore around with your hands and imagine what it is that you're feeling. And if you've seen pictures in anatomy books, they can be very helpful. Um, sometimes anatomy books are not helpful though because our bodies come in a, a wide variety of possibilities and anatomy books tend to be fairly formulaic. And if you've never looked at an, at an anatomy book and have no idea what your various shapes and tissues might look like, feel free to fill in what you're feeling with any kind of imagination, any kinds of colors or shapes but try and make a link between what you're feeling with your hands, what your body is feeling in response to your hands, and how you're imagining in your mind's eye what you're coming into contact with. And again, all we're doing is bringing presence and attention and noticing what happens. And 
we're noticing any stories that come up. We're noticing any memories. We're noticing any emotions or physical sensations like heart racing or eyes having trouble settling. And there's nothing you need to do about any of that except for notice. And remember, you can always come back to your breath as a support. If things ever feel too intense or too much, you can always open your eyes and look around. So now let's bring some special attention into the back part of the pelvis. And you can find your butt, you can find your buns and give them a squeeze. Uh, such wonderful parts of our bodies, definitely uh, worthwhile saying hello to and claiming them as yours. Just claim your buns, <laughs> these are your buns. And if it's comfortable, and if you're in a place where it feels all right, uh, see if you can use your fingertips to find your butthole. Have you ever done a guided meditation like this before? Um, what do you think would happen if the entire world, all at the same time, uh, if everybody on the planet just suddenly became very okay <laughs> with their buttholes. This is a part of our bodies that gathers so much shame. Uh, for a lot of people from the very earliest days of their life, this is a part of the body that is objectified a ton. It's a part of the body that's feared. It's a part of the body that we often feel grossed out by. It's a part of the body that uh, a lot of stories can get made up about. So again, without going into a story, without going into a habit, what happens when you just bring your attention and your awareness to your anus? Now, your anus, your asshole, your butthole, it's yours. Say hello. There you are. This is an opening, of course that travels uh, up and into your body and inside, um, no need to go there with your hands right now, um, but inside is your rectum and your rectum is the last part of your large intestine or your colon um, and this, this tube, tube-like structure, rests just in front of your sacrum and your sacrum is a bone that's shaped like a triangle with the kind of longest point of the triangle moving down towards your feet, right at the base of your spine. And if you bring your hands kind of a little bit between your butt cheeks and definitely between your hip bones in the back, you can probably feel your sacrum and it has a kind of a flatter quality than the vertebra of your spine, which poke out a little bit more, they're a little more bumpy. And so can you bring your attention from the, the surface, um, 
the skin around your butthole, can you bring your attention in a felt sense in your inner body awareness, not through touch, now into your pelvic basin and into the posterior part, into the back part. Now, human beings, similar to a lot of other animals, have reflexes in response to fear and stress. And that reflex is to tuck the tail and to clench the asshole. And it's something that dogs do, it's something that many mammals do, and it's something that humans do. And if you happen to sit down a lot, um, then this tendency is probably exacerbated. So what I'd love to invite you to do is really try and relax in the back portion of your pelvis, and that includes your inner body, and it also includes the muscles around your anal opening. And just notice if that feels easy, if that feels like a new sensation. For many people, it feels a little challenging. I notice immediately that I have more comfort in my stomach and that gives me information about some of my stress patterns with digestion. So notice again what you notice. What are the stories? What are the ways you might avoid awareness? Where's nervousness? Where is pleasure? Where is ease? And just like you might bring attention to your breath in a seated meditation, can you bring attention to your butthole? And can your attention reside there? Can it just still, can you dwell? Can you let your awareness come into the front of your sacrum? And notice what you notice. Feel free to take more time. If you need more time with any of your parts, just pause and come back when you're ready. And when you're ready to move on, you might just give a little thanks for the time and we'll let our attention start to shift. And I'd like to um, ask you to bring your hands just above your pubic bones and your pubic bones are fairly low and so if you've never explored the bony structure of your pelvis before one way that you can find them is first by locating your belly button and then just bringing your fingertips down from your belly button until you feel bone um, and just before you feel bone just above the pubic bones um, you might notice that your bladder is there. <laughs> if you push hard enough, you might feel your bladder. And that's actually where we're going to bring attention now. So your 
pubic bones are just in front of your bladder. And again, you might want to kind of start at the skin, feel the structure of your pubic bones, and then let your attention uh, drop back and into your body. And your bladder is an amazing organ. It does a really important job in your body. And you know what it is. So as you bring attention to your bladder, can you bring attention with breath? Can you bring attention with your inner awareness? And bringing felt sense awareness or inner body awareness to our organs and especially uh, to organs that we might kind of habitually ignore um, because of, of some kind of training we have around uh, ignorance. This kind of attention can be really hard and sometimes it can feel like yelling into an abyss and waiting for an echo. So if I'm asking you to bring a felt sense awareness to a part of your body and you're like, I have no idea what this person is talking about or how to do that, trust that just the effort is valuable. Just the question of how do I bring my attention somewhere, that is the practice. And there's, again, no goal more than that. And as you bring your attention to your bladder, you're also bringing attention to stories that you might have about your bladder, stories you might have about your pelvis. And any story that comes up is welcome, and it's welcome to be here as part of your awareness in this moment. But also notice if your mind wants to go off into that story and leave the present moment. And let's invite our attention to just keep coming back to the here and the now. Keep coming back to an imagination and a visualization of the body. Keep coming back to the breath and the felt sense. And feel free to linger if you'd like. And when you're ready, give a little thanks. Thanks for your time. You're my bladder. And we'll move on. And we'll move on now to the genitals and to some kind of imagination or embodiment of the reproductive organs. And just to reiterate, there are so many stories that we carry in our bodies especially about our genitals and our reproductive organs. So many stories. And so many of those stories have absolutely nothing to do with what we might say is the truth of our sensation in this part of our body. As we bring attention to these places, we're bringing attention with curiosity. We're bringing our presence. And really, we're bringing our care. And so I'd love to invite you uh, in, especially in this next section, to just bring as much care as you possibly can. And within your care, there's friendliness. This is your body. This is your vessel. This is your home. 
So with your hands, feel the shape of your genitals. And if it's useful for you to name them and to say hello and to claim them, then do. If you haven't ever given your genitals names, consider if you'd like to, or if there's some way that you wanna uh, call these parts of your body. And I'm a big fan of moving beyond the anatomical names. Um, personal names are great, but I definitely want to acknowledge that, again, there's a huge variety, there's a big spectrum in anatomy and in the ways that we feel about our anatomy and the ways that we claim it. And sometimes the names that we're given uh, by science, by anatomy, are actually limits for us. They're, they're barriers to really getting to know ourselves. If a name doesn't occur to you right away, just hold it as a question and try and feel the shape of this part of your body. And again, notice if there's an immediacy or a habit or a way that you approach this part of your body because that's just how you do it. And see if you can disrupt that habit a little bit and invite, again, just presence and curiosity and care. Explore whether there's tension or resistance that you experience to your own touch. And if or when you find that tension or resistance, hold it in your attention. Invite your breath all the way down into your pelvis. And just ask the question, what if I relaxed? Now in the tensions that we carry in our bodies, we often are carrying survival strategies. We're often carrying really important protections. And by no means is relaxation or release or openness a priority. The priority is our own healing, our own wholeness and our self-knowing. And so any tension that feels like it is part of a necessary protection is welcome to stay. There's no need to change your body. There's no need to ask it to do anything else. We're just inviting curiosity. That's all. How much you want to use your touch is totally up to you. Let's start to bring our attention and our awareness further in to the uh, reproductive organs, the soft tissues on the inside of the pelvic bowl. Reproductive organs look a lot of different ways and they're not reproductive for everyone. 
I'm using that term for lack of a better one. There are a lot of memories in these parts of our bodies and potentially uh, many memories that need a lot of time. So again, please take your time, pace yourself as you need to. Try and imagine the shapes that are there. If you have a uterus and ovaries, if you've had a uterus and ovaries at some point, many people have had surgeries to remove these organs, um, just try and imagine them. If you live in a body with a penis and testicles, there are these kind of tubes and loop-like structures that come into the body uh, between the bladder and the rectum. And of course, the prostate, which sits below the bladder and in front of the rectum. You might live in an intersex body that has a really unique and different kind of anatomy. And you might know what it looks like and you might not. And again, please feel free to imagine the colors and the shapes. Imagine uh, whatever is there in any way that's relevant to you. And invite your breath in. Invite your presence and your curiosity and your care. And some of us will have experiences in these meditations that feel very basic. Okay, that's my attention and I'm breathing. Maybe even what's the point? Many of us will have experiences where this kind of inquiry opens a, a huge energetic space. And a lot of story, a lot of memory, a lot of other sensations or emotions come out that could change day to day. If you did this meditation every day, it could change every single time. So regardless of what's arising right now, uh, just know that your experience can and will change over time and be really curious about right now. What's calling for your attention right now? And again, there's no goal we're not asking our bodies to do anything. We're not placing anything on them in terms of intent. We're just trying to be here, trying to hold space with our awareness, with our touch, with our breath. And then I'm going to ask you a question that might not have an answer and you might need to take a lot of time with this question, maybe weeks or years. When you sense into this part of your body, what do you know? And when I say, what do you know? I don't mean what do you know in your mind? 
but what do you know in your very, very deep knowing? When you bring your attention all the way into the deepest part of your body, into the basin of your pelvis, what do you know? It might be an energetic quality, it might be a message, it might be a very clear guidance. And this answer, again, it will evolve, it will change, and it might take a very long time to answer. Take as much time as you need, and when you're ready, give an acknowledgement to your reproductive organs, to the space inside of your pelvic basin, to the outer flesh and tissues of your genitals, to the skin and the container around your pelvis, to the bony uh, pelvic structures, your hip bones and your sacrum, the muscles and the fat and the skin And then let's just be for a few moments and come back into awareness of our bodies in their totality. So let your attention and your presence move from your pelvis into your belly, into your legs, down into your feet, up into your chest, out into your arms, into your head. Feel the movement of your breath as it spreads out into your whole body. And together, let's just consider and let's hold uh, some of the stories that we know are very present in the world about our pelvic basins. There have been a lot of stories in this world about shame and sin and wrongness in these parts of our bodies. And these stories have many different roots. And if you've ever been affected by one of these stories, then just take a breath for everyone else who's also been affected. There are lots of stories about performance, what these parts of our bodies should be able to do. I used air quotes around that should. Um, a lot of stories about what these parts of our bodies should look like. And of course, those stories about what our bodies should look like and how they should perform are inaccurate and false. Those models or representations are one possibility of many 
of an infinitude of possibilities. And if you've ever been affected by a story about what your pelvic areas should look like or how they should function, then take a breath of compassion for yourself and for anyone else who's ever been affected by that kind of story. There are a lot of stories of violence and trauma in these parts of our bodies, some of them very extreme and very brutal. And if you've ever been affected by one of these stories, then please take a deep breath of care for yourself and for anyone else that has held this kind of story too. Regardless of your sex or your gender or your genitals, your body is the result of bodies and their pelvises, their pelvic basins and those organs on some level. And so as you breathe into your body and as you breathe into the stories, breathe into the stories of life and birth and death that are so much a part of these parts. And to finish, let's just take a few moments and imagine how all of the stories of shame and objectification and violence that have lived in these parts of our bodies for generations and generations, how those stories have in turn created mindsets and decisions that are quite harmful. These stories have been perpetuated for thousands of years in thousands of ways. What would happen if everybody, all together, all at once, all over the entire world, suddenly just became very good friends with their bodies, very good friends with their parts? What would happen if all together, all at once, we knew these parts of our bodies to be sacred and absolutely normal, regardless of their variance, regardless of their functions, that they were deeply, deeply sacred and absolutely normal and those were the stories we had. Everybody has these parts and these parts are sacred. You wonder what would happen. When you're ready, start to deepen your breath and let the movement of your breath spread out into your 
arms and into your face. And if you've been still for a while, then start to move around. Let your eyes open if they've been closed. Take in the space that's around you. Notice it. Notice where you are. Locate yourself in time and space. And as you go on with your day or with your night, wherever you are, you might want to take a moment, write down some notes, write down some observations. You might not. Whatever it is that you do next, and for as long as you can remember into the next hours or the next days or the next weeks or maybe even longer, I'd love to invite you to continue checking in with your pelvic basin in any way that feels accessible. I was taking a walk earlier and um, really marveling at how when I could maintain awareness of my anus, um, I actually had less back pain when I was walking. That there's a, a way that I was kind of clenching some muscles a little bit more on one side than the other. And that when I brought awareness to that part of my body, I could release that pattern. And it helped a very familiar pain in my back to dissipate. I've noticed at other times that bringing attention into my womb and into my ovaries can be really supportive uh, if I'm sitting for a long time. I've noticed at other times that bringing attention to these parts of my body can help me release emotional um, residue. Kind of if I've been feeling really edgy or angry or like there's a buildup of emotional charge, that when I bring attention to these parts of my body and relax, a lot of times the tears can flow. So explore for yourself what lives in these parts of your body and bring your presence and your curiosity and your care, bring your affirmation and bring your recognition. This is your body. You can claim it, you can get to know it, and there's so much that you can get to know from your body, so much wisdom that's there. I hope you've enjoyed this meditation and this exploration. Um, I trust that for most people, it will be fairly different or somewhat new <laughs> to do this kind of meditative somatic practice at all, and particularly uh, with the genitals and and eliminative and reproductive organs in this way. Um, because it's new, it can definitely feel strange and awkward and weird. And if you've had those kinds of responses, but you're still listening, congratulations. Um, I always appreciate hearing feedback. So if you have anything that you want to share about your experience with this meditation, please feel free to get in touch. And as you continue to get to know your own body, um, I feel quite certain that you will really get to know even better your own strength, your own beauty, your own capacity, and your own healing. That is my hope for you, my deepest intent. Thank you so much for practicing with me. If you enjoy this meditation, please share it with anyone you think might benefit. Until the next time, I'm wishing you all the best.
and bye for now.